Thank you for joining us on Vagina Talks. I'm thrilled to have you here and I want to have you everywhere we are. So I want to invite you to come check out the Patreon. That is where you can support, become a member, join the virtual temple, get behind scenes, all the good stuff, support this podcast so that we can keep bringing you the medicine, the free flow, the real, 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 real talk. Would love to have you as part of the community over there. Consider yourself invited. Come on over. I'm Samantha Rise, and welcome to Vagina Talks, where we speak about to and from vaginas. This is a show of alchemy where we turn poison into medicine, disconnection into wisdom, and isolated wounds into communal peacemaking. Here's your host, Sophia Wise One. You already know everything they can teach you. You already know everything they could say. We are here to remind you what you already, already, already know. I just want to take a minute to acknowledge that Vagina Talks understands that gender is fluid and dynamic and goes way beyond the binary of either woman or man, she or him, and that in fact it's a living and evolving thing that's actually personal, person to person, and that our bodies, even our understanding or the ways that we experience them can vary. It's important for me that that's something that has space here on Vagina Talks. And at the same time, I also am carrying this understanding that womanhood and the experience of the feminine and all of the female in the splitting of that binary has been injured, has been hurt, has been dismantled. And so I'm looking to have a space where the feminine and the female and the female body is reclaimed and respected and lifted and inspected and known as well as a space that goes beyond the binary and that acknowledges that these are limited constructs mostly put upon us and that we're in the process of evolving into something more whole and more true just wanted to say that some of my guests will use incredibly binary language for whatever reason from the places that they come from and I just wanted to let you know that Vagina Talks has a much wider understanding and it's a living one. So feel free to chime in as we go along. Without further ado, today's episode. Hello, beloveds. It's Sophia and I am here with you again, thanks to the magic of the internet, the audio technology beings, and through the glory of sunshine and earth. I am grateful to be here. I am coming to you today. This episode is being recorded in Taos, New Mexico, and I had quite the adventure, uh, really traveling, going where the wind blows these days, and I wasn't sure if I was going to make it here, and I did, and I, as soon as I arrived in less than 24 hours, I started bleeding. My body was very glad, came a little early and said, this is the place I'm going to, I'm going to drop in, I'm going to drop in and let go. And so I am in a place of surrendering and emerging and listening. I had a lot of adventures in the past in my travels in California. I learned a lot about what's kind of working and not working for me on the road. And so I wanted to kind of have a little bit of a a pause button coming back to one of my, my homes here in Taos to have a moment to integrate and see what what the movement's going to look like and feel like next. 
So that's where I'm coming from. We have a really, 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 really special guest today. I'm really excited. I hope you're excited too. I'm super excited. I like, it's like, do I like read the whole thing? Do I just tell you I'm going to read the thing? I'm going to freak out all the same time. Sierra J. Sullivan is an empowerment mentor and experienced designer. Doesn't that already feel good? Are you ready for this? A pussy oracle. Yes, we're going to talk about that today. And sacred journey guide for women and couples who seek more truth and alignment in their life, love, and relationship. She helps her tribe of awakened seekers shed inauthentic layers to assist them in transforming struggle, self-doubt, and negative thought patterns. Does this sound like our person or not? Totally. Into the ability to pleasurably and powerfully magnetize and manifest what they truly want in life using sacred practices, rituals, ceremony, and a whole lot of fun and play. Sierra is totally, totally our people, and I'm really excited to have you. Welcome, Sierra. Thank you. Yay. Woohoo. <laughs> woohoo, woohoo, woohoo. Okay, so it's really clear you do a lot of really amazing things. And I'm really, really grateful for all of the work that you do. And I'm like, okay, let's like pussy Oracle. Like, let's go. Let's talk about it. Okay. But I'm going to keep talking first. So the first time I came across this was at a, at summer camp, someone brought a book and it was like getting passed around and people were talking about it. And they were like, there's this like palm reading, but for pussies and nobody believed that it was real until the book like made it into anyone's hands. And they were like, oh my gosh, this is what's happening. And at that point in my life, I saw it and was like, wow, cool, great. And then kind of like took a couple slow steps back, right? Was like, that's awesome. I'm so behind that in theory. I have my own stuff coming up around this. I'm gonna like slow my roll. Um, and like, didn't really get into it or come back around to it. So I am really excited. I feel very different in my life now to kind of come back around to this being a thing and want to hear about it, want to hear about you, want to hear about, yeah, you and it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I'm, first of all, I'm so excited to hear that there's a book about this because I have not heard of this. This is something that <gasps> um, I've been called into and didn't know if it actually existed. It's it's something that just has emerged from the field of the divine feminine, I think, for me. So I got to That's awesome. Book. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't even know if I could find it. I I was like an out of print 70s book, I thought, but you, this has been, so we're jumping right in there. This has been transmission, like pull forth experience. I'm so excited. This is emerging yeah. through you. Yes. Yep. This is emerging through me fully. Yeah. I wish I could have read a Well, I don't know if I've ever read a book right. and said, I want to do that. Right. I'm like, oh, right. Who, right. I think who choose, who, who might choose this? I'm not sure. I certainly, I, I guess ya. my higher self. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. Oh <laughs> I can yeah. remember that. Yeah. <laughs> this was not what I said in in tenth grade about where I thought I would be going. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. So yeah, I mean, I guess I can share then how it occurred. I mean, is that kind Please. of where we should just drop drop in? Yeah. Well, you know. It's a bit of a long story, but I'll see if I can give the cliff notes. I have been What's in the, the women, good one. Women, the good one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like, well, it's, get it's in all there. So, it's all so good. Oh my God, it's I'm all sure. so good. It has literally been, I feel like I've been on a Da Vinci Code of Pussy sort of wreck since, <laughs> since 2016. <laughs> 
I, you know, it's really been a magical mystery tour uh, beyond my even wildest understanding. And, and I'll say, you know, I, I've been in women's empowerment work specifically for over 15 years, and I've done it in many incarnations and many forms. But when it really got juicy, like quite juicy, and this work started emerging was when I find, when I decided to literally blow up my brand and uh, in the middle of a live event back in March of 2016. And I just knew that the way I had been occurring in the model that I was, you know, the coaching, the big, you know, big event, sell people in a big program coaching model was not in alignment with what I was actually teaching and, and how I was actually living. Like I was, that, that model was, was creating just a 10 to 15 to 20% untruth in my, in how I walked my talk. Mm-hmm. And, and it just, you know, it struck me. It was a pretty profound thing. And on day three of my live event, it was a, you know, cacophony of, uh, you know, catastrophic three ring circus of universal setup that caused me to awaken to this. And mm-hmm. I, and I pulled the plug on day three in front of the whole audience. It was amazing. I mean, that's a story for another time, but, Woo! um, it's a, yeah, it was really, really big. And I just knew in my heart of hearts, there was something deeper, something more profound, a different direction that my work or my offerings or my, my service to the world, um, and women specifically wanted to go. And so I just let it all go. And I made a choice to just be who I am. Like I, I, had, I, at that moment, I felt like I had been trying to be in the spotlight. It would be in the light, but I realized I needed to just be the light. Mm-hmm. And that was huge. I'm like, okay, I need, to, <sighs> I need to start living what, like, if I'm not modeling my message 100%, then I'm literally, I, I have no business teaching. And I just wanted to get 100% authentic and discover who, who am I without the brand, without the identity, you know, the business identity, without the name, without the following, without all of that. And that's where it began to emerge. And I sat for a good three or four months in that inquiry and was very much like, I am nobody. If you ever watch Game of Thrones, you know, the, the, the Arya Stark character, and she's like the faceless, nameless nobody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was like, that's yeah. who I want to be. I want, I want to be the nobody. Cause if I can't be, if I, if I, if I have to strip it down to the nothingness in order to become you know, or learn to just to be, just to discover who I am. And that was my mission. I was just like, okay, strip it down, strip it down. Well, I think there's something powerful. In, well, there is clearly something powerful in that because what ended up happening for me was I had this, this colleague sort of friend and she, I didn't really know her that well, but we had connected a few times and, and she's, she's in the, the whole pussy magic realm of life and uh, she decided to come visit me. I was, I was literally in my love shack on the lake in upstate New York where I spend my summers and, you know, far, far, far away from the world. And she decided to come visit me and nobody comes visit, comes to visit me up there. Cause it's like, it's like eight hours from New York city. You know, it's not close to anything, <laughs> it's like, you know, not an easy trek to get there. And she decided to come visit me and her and her man. And I, I never really hung out with her before this, but amongst a couple days that she was there, she found out that I had this viral video. And this viral video was uh, on YouTube. And I I made it in 2008. And the topic was female ejaculation. And it was just a silly little video. It was really just, you know, a topic that I was interested in and knew something about. And it was just a story I was telling. It's nothing graphic in the video or anything or even technique. 
It was just a conversation I had. And that video, I think the date maybe has like 7 million views or something. Ah! Crazy. Yeah, like total viral video. Right. And so that video has been, I like to, I know, I like to call that video just this like, you know, this, this little like stepchild that never got my love that really wanted my love. And I couldn't quite give it to, to her or him because I just didn't think that that was, that I, my work had wanted to, anything to do with sexuality in any sense. Mm. Of I was, I was a hundred percent committed to the, to the whole person, right? The whole body. The whole, the esoteric, the emotional, the physical, the, the spiritual, all of that. I wasn't going to just focus in on one, one piece. And she heard about that video and she got, she really got on me about it. And, and I was mad. Like I had my heels dug in. I was like, I'm not, she's like, you need to teach this and you need to help women. You need to, and I was like, look, I am finally at a place where I am nobody and I am nothing. And I want to be that for long enough to actually really, really get that. And I, the last thing I need for you to tell me that I need to go do something about myself, <laughs> which, you right. know, and yeah, so, fair. right. Yeah. And I, and she's like, well, I don't know. There's something here. And I'm like, I don't think there's anything here, but I hear you, but no, but no, but no. So <laughs> she, she kind of backed off um, a little bit, not quite. She was, she was like the, you know, I think spirit sent her in as the instigator of me. And, and then over the next course of the couple of days, she ended up, um, Plotting me a bit more to get something that she needed. And I ended up doing sort of a, a strange sort of like sexual healing session with her that was kind of way out of my comfort zone, not my profession, not anything I'd ever done. And, um, and then I was really mad about it. I was just mad. I was like, how did she get me to actually support her in that way when that's not what I do? That's not who I am. <laughs> I was so like, mad. Mm. And, um, and then she took off and, and went back to the West Coast. And two weeks later, my husband and I made our trek back to the West Coast, which we spend you know, half the summers in New York and, and winters in, New, in L.A. And so I made my trek back to the West Coast and I had uh, a three-day retreat with the women who had actually signed up for the program at the, at the event that I had blown up my brand. So I was <laughs> offering this program, but this program was kind of like, it, you know, I, I even changed the name to Awaken. It was all about my awakening, their awakening. Yeah. So that was Take three days... Yeah, exactly. Let's take a walk. We're gonna figure this out together. <laughs> together. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And um, Rano and I made our way back to Los Angeles, and I had a three-day retreat with the women that I was supporting for the program. The ones that were gonna walk together with me, and right. we had we had decided that we would also rent the house that we were renting for the retreat for one more day because we've been attempting to do a couples overnight medicine experience actually and we weren't really you know we'd been wanting to do it and finally we're like you know what? let's just do it. we've got the house we've got we've got the medicine and we've got the people so we ended up packing on one more day well that's where the magic ended up happening actually um i, I ran the retreat with the women and we had actually set up this beautiful red tent temple area and it was an amazing retreat and then they all went home and then the next day 16 couples or 16 people showed up however many couples that looked at a couple single women came to this other event. And so did the same woman who had come to the love check on the lake. Her and her man came back to this event. So she continued the instigation. Now, I was still kind of mad at her for her instigation in the first place. But yeah. that, you know, I was like, okay. I have, I'm having happen? feelings about that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm having right? like, 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 I'm like, are we going to talk about that? Are we not going to talk about <laughs> that? We're going to like blow past this like non-consensual medicine <laughs> sex thing that happened because right. that doesn't that feels 
messy. A little, yeah. There was, yeah, there was definitely some messiness. Well, I can, we can pause for a second. I come back to that for a second if we want. Because yeah. what, what occurred was she felt, I think she thought that I had, some, well, I, she knew something, either her higher self knew something or, um, or maybe she just knew something that I didn't know. And she wanted to basically have some sort of experience where I supported her in instigating her orgasm. Now, I'm not trained in this. This is not my background. This is not, you know, anything that I've done, you know, other than my own personal life. And I don't even, up until, you know, more so lately, I don't even think of myself as super empowered in the sexuality department. You know, I've got my, I got my, you know, coming of age story and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, at, but anyway, so she, the, the long and the short of it was she, she, she basically made a request to have us support her. And, and my husband looked at me and said, you know what, this woman needs some healing and she's here and we support her. And of course, when, when it presented to me that way from a place of where I'm total service to the healing of, of women on this planet, I mean, and men and couples and, and every, everything in between. But, you know, basically I was like, okay, so clearly this is a one-time opportunity. Potentially she's here, she's asking, what can I do to support her? And that was where I said, okay, I'm available to support this, but I didn't know what this was. And, mm. and because she was kind of asking in a strange way, and, and, and my husband and I, who do work together, were, was responding, but not from a place of very clear request, more from a need that we were going to attempt to figure out for her and maybe with her. So that's where it got a little messy. And ultimately, it was, you know, it was messy because she didn't have a conversation with her beloved. What was going to happen? There was no like, are we all okay with this? What's actually going to happen? Mm. Why? Why are we doing this? But she was very <sighs> adamant and having what she needed. Um, and so what ended up happening was, you know, we just supported, like we just kind of tickled her and loved her and 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 played with her. And I didn't touch any of her genitalia. And I, and I, you know, it's still it's still not part of my work, like, and. And we, but we brought in her man to support that while my husband and I held space for them. And then ultimately, while they were doing their thing and we were holding space for them, my husband and I ended up fooling around next to them. And then I ended up orgasming. And that's what, where she actually got the transmission and the healing. So that was actually yeah. a potent thing. And what she said to me, which I think is Actually, I'm glad we went back to this because I think it is an important piece. I, up until that moment, I had been teaching women about the power of pleasure to actually manifest their desires in the world, but not necessarily from a sexual place. Not not from a sexual place, but but from a more pleasure in all of life arenas place. And what she said to me was her experience of being next to me while I had an orgasm was that she felt the depth of my pleasure and she realized that she didn't, she's never accessed pleasure in the way that she felt me access pleasure. And that uh -huh. was potent, right? Because I didn't realize that I had anything special. I was just, that's just my pleasure, that's just what I, you know. And it right. sort of gave me this deeper awakening to um, an openness to actually maybe just bring that forward more. And I didn't even know what that meant. But it was like a, huh, is that really something that I have that other women don't? And if that is the case, then would that be something that I could support women in at this deeper level? And that was the part that kind of 
you know, it like pulled the boulder away from the opening of the cave door, I think, and and showed me a possibility that I still didn't even know what what was meant to come from that. So yeah, before we know, move forward, yeah. it's, can mm-hmm. I jump in yeah. here too? Totally. There's a bunch of there's a lot of elements at play. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And I've never really shared this um, much of the story. So thanks for prodding it out of me. <laughs> thank, thank you. It's really yeah. important to me for a lot of reasons. And I think that one of the reasons is one of the reasons we don't know how to have those conversations in a way that isn't messy and confusing is because we don't. We don't have them. And so we don't know how to have them. And so it's the part of me that gets activated when you talk about it kind of after the fact, like essentially like coerced into sex medicine, kind of as it's put in an offhand way where all my like, all my senses go off that I'm like, we're not going to pretend this is okay. I'm not putting that out into the world. Like, let's just like look around here for a minute, you know? So like that piece. And at the same time being like, and this is not a place where we need to like shame or blame especially when you tell the story, like when it gets more detailed, we just see a bunch of people navigating landscapes that we have, that we, what I'll say right now is that we are, right? All of us right now in this moment are participating in finding other ways to navigate these needs and these places of wounding and our ability to share medicine, right? Like, all of these things are things that we have that have been so heavily shamed, so heavily uh, guarded and ruled based and illegalized, right? To make a lot of problems around, you know, the experience of if it's the most simple thing of this woman's need to be in the experience of and receive the transmission of a of a of a of fully embodied pleasure experience, or at least a more embodied pleasure experience than she had had, right? Like if it's like that medicine piece, right? Like that's what she needs. But like, how is she supposed to know that when all she knows is this inkling, right? Um, and, and, And we don't have access to it. Or how are you supposed to know that part of what you have to give is this, this wave that moves through you? as a transmission when that's supposed to be like, you know, like off limits and we can teach all the other ways, but this is like not the way. Um, so yeah. So yeah. yeah like, th- like this kind of slowing down and like unshaming all the participants in it while yeah. also recognizing how imperfect and like, of like, and how I just also really want to honor this experience of like, even if it came from a place of her, it sounds to me like it really came from a place of her doing her best to be honest and ask for what she needs and like get it that they're your experience of being manipulated and 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 found kind of having your your medicine practices being pulled and merged into a sexual practice essentially without your informed consent right like yeah. there's a way in yeah. which th- when we work, when we start to really work intentionally with our own selves, I've been doing this a lot with my own, I'm doing a lot, my, a lot of my sex practices and sex medicines right now is this is just me and spirit, right? Like that's what's happening here. Yeah. So it's like, that's what's happening. It's a lot of, it's a lot of me time, you know? So um, one of the things that I've really been noticing, and this is something that I've just been noticing a lot is how intoxicating, right? 
seduction or the shift of when all our blood literally, right? Literally, <laughs> when our yeah. blood literally like goes to our root, right? And so we're not cognating in the same way. And so how do we make arrangements and agreements so that we can inform or consensually create a format so that when our blood leaves our brain, there's, a, there's, there's still a safe playing ground for everybody involved. And these are things that are basic, but because we've been so dis, uh, I want to say disarmed is actually what I want to say. I feel like sex is a warrior practice and, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and we've been like our tools and, and the warrior's path is embodiment, energy, vocal. I mean, these are the tools of the warrior a long time before you pull a sword, right? Yeah. Clarity yes. is the first, is the first tool, yeah. you know? And, and so, and the declaration of that boundary, uh, before even before it's even verbalized and then the verbalization when it needs to be verbalized and then the reinforcing it, right? There's so many steps in that. And so we are disarmed. We're taking away the tools, like taken away. And so we are find ourselves in the midst of this happened with, um, with me and, and, and my ex-wife, I think actually we, I really begged for a Beltane ritual before we um, were even engaged. And I think the medicine we called in was so big and we yeah. had no, uh, I want to say we had just enough <laughs> preparation to digest that medicine that we were compelled to get married to mm. digest it. Like mm. we had, like, it's like, it's one of the elements of like needing, we needed such a strong container to digest the potency of what was called in, in that space. Um, you know, and, and we did, and then we did that and we did four years of deep medicine together. And then we were like, Whoa, okay. <laughs> that feels complete that we need something different now from ourselves and each other and, and, and the, and the world as we engage, you know? So I just am really grateful for your sharing of this and your willingness to kind of get into the nitty gritty of it, because I think it's really important as medicine callers, as people who are called to share our medicine and to create spaces, that invitation of, I need this from you can also be really intoxicating. Mm -hmm. exactly. And so when we start combining these things, you know, that, that understanding and that it's appropriate, you know, and I think a lot of, and I know it's like, I know, I know I'm like, I'm talking to you listener, beloved. <laughs> like, I know, you know what I'm talking about. Like we have that. So many of us have that moment where we look back and we're like, I didn't really want to make out with that person, but I really did want to give them that medicine and the confusion <laughs> of that. Like, what up, what's up me at 17? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> wow. Right? Like we're walking around medicine pouring out of us with minimal training at best yeah. patchwork. Yeah. Know? And many of us, none. We're just given like illegal drugs and sex to, to move the, 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 the stuff that we're navigating. So, so yes. So that's what I'm hearing. It's just this, like all of these factors and like this, this woman that came into your life, this, like, you know, the, her seeing you and knowing you have the ability to give this medicine. Right. And that's her medicine, right? Like yeah. her calling and her healing with you of saying, step into this. But again, it's like the consent was just missing right like yeah like, yeah you know like missing oh, yeah. and so then the anger that comes after that is appropriate because that's that purifying anger that shows us where the boundary was missed and so that's where anger 
it becomes our friend in a saying, you know, like, can we forgive ourselves for not knowing that we needed more consent and information? Sure. Is it easier to do that when we, when we believe and we know that we won't repeat that same painful pattern, right? And so like moving forward and knowing how to do that. So I, that's some of the things that I wanted to say before we move mm, on with your story. I love, I love all that. That's super good medicine, actually, on multiple, multiple levels. So yeah, and it is such a nuanced thing. And, and, and in the long run, the medicine, the, the higher form of the medicine prevailed, which we're, you know, we're just getting started on the story here, you know, but it, mm-hmm. then, you know, and yeah, it was, it, it, it's been a really funky, interesting, miraculous journey <laughs> to, to get right. to the Oracle. <laughs> right. And that's, right. And that's the thing like, before we even go into that, like, to mm-hmm. also pause and like make a little space for all of us as medicine people, as we look at our lives and say, that sh- that that shit was a mess. Yeah, <laughs> was totally. A <laughs> you know, like I fucking wouldn't recommend that to anyone. But we're looking back and going, like, thank goodness, what a gift. You know, like that shit was fucking toxic. Like what? Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it was. And we're in a toxic world, and so a lot of our medicine is comes through in a toxic way. And so how do you know? Like how do we be patient with ourselves and each other while still cleaning up the toxicity? Right. Like, mm. where is it that we can appreciate and respect the unhealthiness of it while also um, moving towards health? Right. Like, Ooh. how do we make space for all of that? That's a lot. That's that a is lot. A lot. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you're just this conversation alone. It's just I mean, this is illuminating so much about the current stuff I'm, I'm, I'm looking at and dealing with. It's reminding me of the potency mm. of of what you know of what's happening and it's a a lens that i hadn't really fully taken on in this current realm so thank you for sharing all of that that is so so welcome Mm -hmm. so 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 welcome yes thank you thank you yeah Mm All right, chapter two. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. So that happened and I, you know, so we, we all gather at this beautiful home in, in Los Angeles and we have these couples, including this, her and her man. And we, we actually, you know, this was a, a sacred medicine ceremony. Um, and actually, you know, actual medicines, <laughs> medicine or like, physical matter, whatever you call it. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I don't know if I want to like say plant on the me- Yeah. Plant medicine. Exactly. Plant medicine. Yeah. Right. And. Yeah. So, and theogens, thank you, exactly, all of that. So as that was taking shape, this woman um, came up to me in the very beginning as, as, as the medicine was literally, you know, coursing through our bodies, and she, she started instigating me. Now, we're sitting in this red temple setting that had been set up for mm-hmm. my previous retreat, and we're, deep, we're diving deep into this conversation, and she says to me, she says, Sierra, I would really love it if you would just show me your pussy. And I thought, wow, this woman is so bold. <laughs> right? Right. But I thought, I said, well, why do you want to see it? She said, well, I just think she, she kind of recapped how powerful it was to have that experience with me. And she felt that it would be very healing for, and she thought, well, we can all show each other our pussies. And I was so, you know, my frontal lobe was less online at that moment. And I thought, you know, I've done work. I've done School of Womanly Arts with Mama Gina. This is not new yep. for me to be in a room full of women, right. you know. And so I thought, okay, if this is going to help 
her again. <laughs> I'm perfectly happy to show her my pussy. But I said, I need, I need a perfectly suitable, you know, worship station for this. I'm like, I'm not just going to whip my pussy out. Like, let's set the stage for this. So yes. tur- turns out, you know, we pull up this beautiful, like, I don't know what it was. This, this, or, or I don't know. It was like a high cushion or something in front of this altar that we had created for this retreat in this red tent temple. And I lay down and I take off my pants and I spread my legs and I show her and this other woman that was there, I show her my pussy. And they both, it was such a cute moment because it felt very um, middle school or like very young. Mm-hmm. They, were, they literally were like, oh my God, my pussy doesn't look like that. Does your pussy look like that? And the other woman's like, my pussy doesn't look like that. And I'm like, well, what do your pussies look like? You know, because I mean, I'd seen, you know, it's like, I mean, I'd seen some slideshows. I've had my interaction in sexual settings with women, but I've never like sat and looked at another woman's pussy or several women's pussies. And so it was this cute moment where they're like, oh my gosh, we should all do this. And so we were going to attempt to like, okay, I was going to put my pants back on and then we were going to, you know, rotate. And then somebody came over, started talking to us. We ended up going in a different direction. The night carried on. But so they never ended up getting their little moment of shining glory. But something in, I know, well, it gets better though. So something in that moment was like, activated it was like alchemy had happened and all right yeah and all of a sudden i'm thinking here we have this beautiful pussy worship station that was set up we had this wonderful experience and more women should actually come and experience this so throughout the night and this was like a big venue you know big house and there wasn't that many people so you know there was different vignettes of moments and i would bump into women along the way and i kept saying every woman that i I would you know meet up with along the evening of course the evening i would say to her Hey, ladies, just so you know, we set up a pussy worship station in the temple. If you'd like to come and get your pussy worship, let me know. And it was funny because I didn't actually know what that meant. Right. I, it was, I love it. You know, it was, yeah, it was just coming through me. And, and so the night went on and, you know, many things happened throughout the evening. And then it got later and later. And at one point I went to find another friend of mine who I knew was going to be going to bed soon because she was actually pregnant and not participating. And. So I went to find her and I, I happened to find her right outside the temple with this other woman who I hadn't seen all night, who I only had met once before. Um, and I said to them both, I said, Hey ladies, just <laughs> there I was like hours later, still have my, like, I still got my, my worship line. <laughs> it was just like in me. It just wouldn't leave me. And I said, by the way, there's a pussy, you know, there's a station inside. If any of you want to get your pussies worship. And this one woman who I you know, only met once before looks at me and she says, what do you mean? What does that mean? And I thought, well, gosh, what does that mean? And so then I just, this is, spirit was pretty much just took over me. I said, well, I don't know if you know this, but every pussy that I've ever seen actually happens to have a Virgin Mary design. Like it's, it's like in our design. Now mm. I've learned since that it's not fully the case with every woman, but most, I'd say maybe 80% of our of pussy designs have a very clear, and if you look at the clitoral head, and the inner labia, it looks like the shroud of the Mother Mary and like what you see, you know, in like Lady Guadalupe's, like the typical, you know, um, archetype of a Mother Mary, our pussies look like that. Most pussies do. Like shrouded mother goddesses. Yeah. Like shrouded mother goddesses, right? And I'm like, so she, and she says to me, she says, no, I don't believe that. I don't have that. And I said, I bet you do. And she's like, well, I, I want to see her. I said, well, let's get you in there. <laughs> so, right. Uh, she says, okay, so we go into the temple, and at this point, everybody had dispersed. I don't even know where everybody else was. The temple was empty. 
And I go in there, and she sees across the room. It was like, oh, you know, like there's the worship station. And there's at this the point, it's, there's no worship station. It's beautifully lit, and it's night, and it's like glowing. This, you know, altar behind her. And she, you know, I could, she grabbed my hand, and I could feel that there was something bigger about to occur. And yeah. And I said, don't worry, I got you. And so at that point, it was like my high priestess just took over, and I just started channeling this 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 ritual and i brought her over to the station i asked her a few questions i got her intention you know i helped undress her we laid her down she spread her legs and i took a can you know a candle that was candle lit and i just started to describe what i saw mm. in great detail oh. now i didn't realize that that was the real beginning of my pussy oracle work I, it wasn't like right as clear at the moment but right. i was describing what i was seeing and i was noticing again I had not been in super close proximity to many pussies up until, the, you know, I mean, again, here and there and sexually and not. But I, so I, I was like, oh, they are very different. Hers is very different. And I did notice that something was more different than just being different. And I, so I'm looking and she says, she says to me, she said, do you see my scar tissue? Mm. And I'm like, oh, I said, tell me about your scar tissue. What, what, it, what happened? Turns out that she had actually self-mutilated. She'd actually cut herself like a decade or more earlier from because she was so traumatized by some sexual trauma that she had had that she yeah. self-mutilated and then she had this scar tissue on her inner labia. Yeah. And I, and so there I am, not just a, no longer just a haha. This is a pussy word, and it wasn't a haha pussy worship at that moment, but it was a deeper. I I realized I'm actually in the middle of a pussy reclamation ritual. That's right. And yes. And that this woman is here for me to help her guide her to the other side of the shame that she's carrying and to yes. help her recreate a whole new story around how she feels about her person. Yes. And that was really where the ignition happened. I thought, oh my gosh, that is, I know whatever it takes, I'm going to get this woman to the other side. And so I, I started to speak with her and talk with her and share more about what I saw. And I started getting an understanding of really the story and what the story could be and what I was actually seeing. It actually the story of her pussy as it was with the scar tissue. And it literally looked like the mother, Mary, was swaddling her baby Jesus. And the baby Jesus was the scar tissue. <sighs> and it was so powerful. And then at one point I asked if she'd like to see herself. And so I took a picture with my phone. And I went to present her, her enough that she'd hear, heard all this beauty. And of course, it was very traumatic for her to see the picture because she'd never seen herself that up close, like, you know, yeah. on a phone. And it was, and, and that moment, I'm you know, like, okay, I'm like committed to getting this woman on the other side. And so yeah. with that, for, it felt like an eternity. It could have been an hour or two. I don't know how long it was. You know, time was sort of <laughs> irrelevant mm -hmm. at that moment. Mm -hmm. And there I was. With the phone, both of us zooming in, looking at it, was pointing out all of the symbolism that I had seen, all of the energy, all of the story, how it looked different, why it was so powerful. And in the end, she basically was in tears because she felt like she could feel madly in love with the story of how she got here, with the way her pussy looks now, scar tissue and all, and how much power she has in the story that she chose to walk up until that moment. Mm. And... It was unbelievable. And, you know, we had, it was, we cried. It was powerful. At one point, then, then my, actually, my husband then entered the temple 
And he didn't know what was going on. He's seen me laying there with a naked woman and like, you know, and he's like, what's happening over here? And, and we called him over and I said, I said, do you mind if I, I said, Rana, we just went through an amazing, um, you know, amazing experience with this woman. Would you, I asked her, would you mind if I show him the picture? And she, she had crossed the threshold so powerful. She was proud. She's like, yes, please do. And he, mm. the picture. He, didn't, he didn't know the story. He's like, this is amazing. You're so beautiful. Oh my gosh, what a beautiful pussy. Mm. And she started crying, and it was just this beautiful celebration. <sighs> yeah, it was really amazing. And from that moment on, I, it was, I just knew. I was like, this is the work I'm meant to do. Like, this woman transformed so much in this, in this however many hours, this one session, this one ritual. Yeah. And I literally just spent yeah. three days with my other women doing deep work, like really profound work, but it was like chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. Uh -huh, and this woman, uh -huh. you know, right? It's like, God, but we went <laughs> right to the pussy and was able to really look at what was going on there. This woman, she, I mean, now she's out there teaching. She's claimed herself as, as a pussy priestess. She's claimed herself as a healer. Like she stepped mm. in, she was doing work in that realm anyways, but it's like this whole new echelon. So she completely transformed her, her world. And I thought, oh my goodness, this is what I'm meant to be doing. So lo and behold, the, the woman that had instigated me actually wasn't even there for the ritual, funny enough. She came in later and was part of a later part of it. But the next day, she says to me, I have a temple, of a, a gathering of women that I'm going to do up in the Bay Area. Will you come and do this ritual? And I thought, oh my goodness, like, gather a bunch mm -hmm. of women to do this like not on you know not on entheogens not you know just totally sober but I just knew yeah. in my heart that I was supposed to do this work so yes. lo and behold we a month later <laughs> we gathered 16 or no it was like 12 women um a lot of friends you know I was like okay let's choose wisely women that are have you know have done some work around their pussies yeah. but yeah and it was the first time we had actually created a a you know, a group setting where then I took a woman through the demonstration and I did the exact same ritual and then I broke women into groups of three and they all had a worship experience. And I thought, oh my goodness, <sighs> this, I have to, this is, this, this is what I'm here to do this work. Now, yeah. then the, you know, to, to get to the, how did I become a, you know, a pussy oracle? I mean, you kind of already seen what happened, but mm, essentially, as I started to then bring more of these gatherings together, and then um, offer, you know, either a demonstration or a full worship experience. As I was doing the demos and I was reading and witnessing, I started to notice there was symbols, there was archetypes, there was the ways that the, the labia would fall to the left or fall to the right would have information about the woman or the way that the, the, the light would glisten on, on the skin or the way that the hair would fall. There was information that started being shown to me. And hmm. I thought, this is really trippy. And yeah. the one woman, I was like, this is really, really trippy. And one woman that I did a demonstration, so at the end of my Awaken program, at the very end, you know, I, I had actually decided to do a demonstration for all of the women. So I'm like, well, this is what has awoken in me. So here we are. We've reached the end of the program and I'm clear on what my new path is. And one of the women I was doing the demonstration on, I, now I know her story very well, but she had the most animated pussy I'd ever seen like it was so clear like in the pictures there was you know there was a mushroom wizard and a sorceress and a lady of the woods and there was like you know all these incredible archetypes and I thought wow this is really incredible now and of course there was a story and I 
But I knew her story. I mean, I knew her story because I knew I'd been working with her for two years. So I thought, okay, am I actually seeing these things or am I just thinking I'm seeing these things because, you, you know, know, because I know. So I thought, well, there's only one way to know, and that's to have women that I don't know who would be willing to show me their pussy to give them a reading and see what I see and see if it makes any, makes, has an impact. So I got up the courage to put it out on Facebook in a couple of very select women's groups who were pussy friendly. Yep. And, and I asked, and it, it was even edgy because I said, you know, let, I, you, I need you to actually send me pictures because they were, you know, I'm like, I don't know where these women live. So I had five women say yes and mm. they sent me pictures and I got on the phone with them and I looked at the pictures and I did a reading for them. And sure enough, I was reading the pussy. Like, I didn't know any of their stories. I was saying things that felt aligned. They were kind of teaching me and guiding me how to ask better questions and learn how to navigate, not to think I need to say what I need, you know, what I thought I needed to know or say. But it, it evolved right. to the point where I was very clear that, no, this is, there's, there's actually a, a, a map to the woman's archetypal, archetypal pathway that is encoded in the design of her pussy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, yes, exactly. Of course, of course. Mm -hmm. How could it be any other way, right? Yeah, I mean, because exactly like you said in the beginning, palmology, you know, it's no different. It's no different than iridology. We, we have maps everywhere. Everywhere. And everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, so I, you know, it still took me a little while to claim it because I, it was, it was like, well, how do I bring this into the world? Like what, you know, what, what is this? And, you know, will women, you know, is this something women will pay for? Is this something I, I didn't want, I was not going to brand myself. I'm still, you know, not in the whole, I'm not going to brand myself as a pussy oracle, but what I'm clear on. So then it was maybe like, I think six months later. So this was like within a, you know, this is like a full year and then another six, so a year and a half in this was this past April. Um, cause it'll be two years this past, it was two years this past September. And in April, I was invited to go down to Costa Rica and bring this work to one of my dear friends' retreats. There's a retreat center down there. And so I did a, a pussy reclamation demonstration ritual one evening and I shared some of my story and all of the women there were like, I want a pussy reading. I want a pussy reading. And I'd never charged before. I was like, what are you even charged for this? I don't even know. But it was like showing me, you need to, you need to start charging. You know, spirit was like, okay, charge. Yeah. And I was like, what's the number? So women paid me for private sessions. I'd never done private in-person sessions. You know, it was like, oh my God. Yeah. And sure enough, it was just, it just kept being clear. And one of the women, of course, she's a medicine woman. And she says to me, no, this is a thing. You're, I'm going to have you on my radio show and you need to be prepared because a lot of women are going to want sessions from you. <laughs> I was like, okay. And I came back and I, you know, I put up my little, my little funnel, my little, I did, a, I, I recorded a class that, that I had actually taught previously and, and put up, you know, a way for women to contact me. And she did the interview and a bunch of women reached out and I had my first session after that. And it was, I was like, okay, I'm claiming this. I'm reclaiming my, I'm, cl I'm claiming my place as a pussy oracle and I'm allowing myself to be out in the world as, mm. as a pussy oracle. So that's, you know, that's kind of that. <laughs> I mean, there's so many more pieces, but that's the, the gist of that. that story. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Do you, with the pictures, I'm curious, do you, 
This is my question. This is funny. This is my question. Do you do like, do you do any spreading? What is that? Oh, yes. I have three faces. I, I say I need, yes. I need the resting face. Then I need the slightly open. And then I want the fully open. I want to see all three faces of the pussy. Because each one people, has its own. Own. Yeah. Yeah. And when people do the open, do people naturally do the like pelvic floor push open? Do people usually relax and keep that channel open going back? You know, that's actually I have them just do it with their hands. I, I that right. you're giving me some good information that probably <laughs> I could have them actually relax and do those that. Are really different. Those are also really different. Fra yeah. Uh, frames, right? Thresholds. Those are like yes. very different energies yeah. right because like that ease and then there's like the pulled in and then there's like the pushing out right um right right yeah yeah you know that would be fun to play with i actually uh this past sunday uh i hosted uh, one of my pussy temple days which is the one where all women get to be worshipped in a full day experience mm. and there was actually a small enough group that it wasn't worth it to break into into groups so that each woman actually got to sit in front of the whole group and we just did mm. one after the other and it was neat because I never had that. I mean, in, in the typical temple experience, I might have anywhere from 12 to 20 women. And of course, you'll do the one, I'll do the one demonstration. Um, and then when they break into groups, the two on one woman are, are doing the worship and I'm moving around the room, but I'm not, you know, I'm not sit, all the women are not sitting there watching one, one pussy after another pussy after another pussy. But yet this time we did it and I had five women in a row and it was phenomenal. First of all, I was like, wow, I need to do it this way in, from now on, maybe, mm -hmm. you know, even though I like the idea of being able to do larger groups, a smaller group does lend for a phenomenal experience. And to see at one point, it was cute because one woman was laughing because we were making her laugh with what we were saying and what we were seeing. <laughs> and you could see, you know, she was, the pelvic floor it. was moving because she was opening and closing with the laughter. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she at that point she had been spread, you know, she'd used her hands to spread herself wide open. So she was wide open and then she was laughing and it was in and it was so cute and so amazing and so profound for everyone. And, um, but I think, yeah, I think that there's some fun ways that I could, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm still, even though I've been doing this, you know, doing this quote unquote off and on for two years, it's still so new. Everything's oh, still, so, so new. much. Yeah, there's so much to discover yet, yet to be revealed. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So I do internal work. I don't know if you mm -hmm. know that, but, um, uh, I I think and, I and I think I, I think I do have to, I think that's what I think what my friend, well, the one who turned me on to you, I think she told me a little bit about your yeah. work and checked uh, you out a bit. She had a little checker, checker outer situation. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that, that experience when someone is weeping or when someone is laughing or when someone is all, you know, that, for me, when I'm in, when I'm internal in someone's body and, and that kind of like full engagement of breath, like I'm often, we're often working intentionally with breath, like mm. in, you know, a body work or energetic perspective. Um, but then also the, like the inadvertent when, you know, that the feeling or the experience of the, of the root in, in, in laughter in particular, there's a, um, yeah. And the laughter and weeping are like the same, they're like inverse, they're the same physiological experiences, just um, kind of start point, end point, yeah, the same wave. Um, yeah, they feel the same. I mean, they're, 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 I mean, you know, right. right. It's right. the direction that it moves in, but it's the same, it's the same wave through the body. So, um, 
you know, so yeah, I don't know. That was, that's what I wanted to say. That's incredible. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been really it. beautiful. And, and one of the things that, so, so one of the things I want to say is, um, though my journey started in from a place of perhaps the, you know, that my instigator friend wanting it to be right. a sexual thing, what I have found is that my mission at this juncture in this, in this level of work is, I, my thing is most, most pussies have either been overly sexualized or overly shamed, <sighs> right? There's not a lot of in between, <laughs> both or both, exactly, or mostly both. And what, what I've found this work offers to women is a place where they can be witnessed without any requirement on their part to do anything or have anything. Like, like most women will expose their pussies maybe if they're giving childbirth, gynecological exam, um, or healing in some way, or sex, for maybe putting, you know, dealing with menstruation. Um, but there isn't, there hasn't been that I've, you know, almost all women that I've met thus far have never experienced a place where we're just giving reverential uh-huh. time and focus and worship to honoring the pussy without, like, and that's why I don't even do any touching at, at this point. Right. I don't know if I ever will because. Yeah. I want the pussy to know that she's not, there's nothing we want from her. We just want That's to right. adore, right? And just bless and uh, imbue our love and affection by witnessing her. And that changes her, her whole understanding of herself. Because often it's like, okay, even you may have a beautiful lover that will do that, but then ultimately the lover's going to want to touch or to, or to penetrate or to poke or to love or, you know, all the ways that, and that's, that's beautiful and amazing. And, what if there's nothing required, right? What if, the, yeah. you know, just like we as, you know, as, as I find, you know, the work I do with women and women's circles specifically, um, we just want to be witnessed ourselves. We just want to be heard. Yeah. We just want to be, you know, <laughs> and it's the same, yeah. with, the same with pussy. So I say that I'm actually, my mission right now is to actually remove sexuality long enough to actually find mm-hmm. the majesty and the magic mm-hmm. and the potency and the sacredness of our portal of mm-hmm. life. Because she is a portal of life. There's something mm-hmm. so profound about that long enough. And then once a woman can get that potency of who she is and how, you know, or anybody that has a pussy, what that means, then we can actually reestablish a connection to our sexuality from a whole different place and empower ourselves from that knowing, that, that just power completely. Yes. <sighs> Yeah. yeah, that place of having it for ourselves, ourself for ourselves, our majesty, our power, and then the and then the choice. What do we do with that power, right? To bring that power into our sex, to bring that power into our art, to bring that power into our parenting or our caregiving or our pursuit or our resting or our restoration or our healing of, you know, th- that that's been really um really alive for me actually just today that 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 theme of when we start to clean up our lives and we start to get more energy you know when you start mm-hmm. to like let go of stuff and then you have other energy come up how often we can see what we do with that energy a lot of people they start to recover and they actually start to have anxiety and it's because their habit energy is anxiety habit so any extra energy they have goes into habit energy and so when we really start to weave our 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 power 
and our consciousness into our root. It's amazing. It's really remarkable to me about how a shifted root shifts habit energy. And you were talking about this. You, you didn't, I heard this while you were talking, <laughs> which is I'm, I am really into efficiency when it comes to healing and transformation and, and shifting and, and anyone who has gone through a major crisis, especially, uh, especially a health crisis, a mental health crisis or a physical health crisis, anything that can expedite the ability to live your life, essentially what feels like to live your life again is really important. And so it's one of the reasons why I, I actually do often come back to the heart of what I do. Everything is this soul unification aspect and that the root is so efficient at shifting those habit energies mm. and those habit pathways. Mm. It's one of the most efficient things I've come across. And it, it happens. It's what's wild about it to me is that it happens slowly and effectively and lasting. Mm. Wow. So when people shift in their pelvic floor, when people shift in their root, when people shift in the base of their power, in the base of their sexuality, the base of their generative self, then what happens is this little by little, this fade away of what they were and this emergence of who they are. Mm. Hey, mama to that. Wow. And then, and then you just look back a year or two years and you go, wow, I just, I'm a different, I just, I am this person now. I'm this person now. And, uh, yeah. And I heard, I heard that in, in what you were saying at some point, I heard that like ringing that bell of like, yeah, it's just efficient. Like it works like getting in there and just shifting it. And, and the second part of that is, is the, um, the willingness to let yourself change. And that's, that's, that's the work that I feel like it's like always on the table. And right now we're collectively in the space of these surging waves of transformation. These like, we will not back down, like whoosh, let's fucking elect a hundred women. This is the start, y'all. Don't be confused. Like this yeah. is not like victory, sit back down. Like we're all standing now. Like this yeah. is a whole other situation at hand. Like mm -hmm. this is, this is, we have been waking. We have been like rocking each other awake, you know? And, and like, and, and, and so many ways, it's so deep in my heart. We have been mending each other bruised and broken on the floor. And so that distance to getting all of us off the floor, you know, for, to our hands and knees, and that's where we can start to weep, right? Like to build ourselves strong enough to weep and to grieve, and then to build ourselves strong enough to rage, and then to build ourselves strong enough to sing, and then to march and, and to walk as that warrior. Like that is, again, that's like a slow and trustworthy and fast. Like the slower we're willing to do it, the faster it happens. And that I think is also like, that's pussy power right there. That's like erotic wisdom. It's like, you want to get in there? You want to get in there deep? You better go slow and real and pay close attention. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> right? It's like the more you slow down and get into those details and have nowhere to go and no rush, like it will just like move and open up and like birth, birth life.
like the life, our own vitality and in, and reflect that vitality back to us. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Whew. You are singing my yeah. song, girl. <laughs> yes. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Well, this show has certainly lived up to its medicine name. Oh my God, this has been such medicine. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's so good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I have two closing questions. Yes. Okay. My second to last question is. How do you like people to find you? Where do you like people to go on the internets or in the world? Um, I would say the first would be go check out my my class, my Secrets of the Yoniverse class. That's uh, mm. the first place to start because it's a beautiful entry point to um, healing any pussy shame that may be lingering in anyone and just sort of hear me and hear my story and um, see what I'm all about. And that I can give you that URL, which is literally secretsoftheyoniverse.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, you know, hop, hop in and get that class. And then if they want to find out more just about everything else that I do and my work in the world, uh, they can visit lifestylized.com, which is uh, lifestylized, L-I-S-T-Y-L-I-Z-E-D, lifestylized.com. Um, and there's some more information about some of the work I do with my husband and the couple's work and women's rituals and everything there. So, and then of course, Facebook, I, I'm, I'm on Instagram, but I'm still kind of a slow Instagram burn over here. I'm not quite, I'm not quite caught on to the, the high trend here. So I'm more of a Facebook girl, at uh-huh. least until Facebook, even though, you know, I may not agree with all of Facebook policies, but, um, I mean, you can find me on Facebook as well. People, so. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah, so there's that. Exactly. Right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so perfect. So imperfect. Perfectly imperfect. Right. Perfectly yeah. imperfect. So you're both places and you hang out yeah. more consistently on Facebook. Good to know. Yep. And, yep. Uh, excellent. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Great. I have a little Facebook group called the Pussy Collective, which I think can be found. Oh, great. Yeah, they private message. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. All right. So, my final question mm-hmm. is I believe I am. What wants to come through right now? This is a feeling. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Mm. We are forming in our bones and in our dreams and in our womb spaces, this holy, safe, creative, generative, whole and holing, dynamic world, earth, birthing the new earth, birthing the new paradigm, crossing the worlds, like, this this wait this time this like relentless knowing that there's another option than the one that was given to us to start Mm. and my question is rooted in the perspective that um it's useful to 
dream and to look and to to know where we're going you know to to sometimes it's it, we also talk about like you know looking at the solution rather than the problem right mm-hmm. so there's this world and all the dysfunction and and in our bodies is like there's the, all of these things and that's and that's that that's what we're in that's the thing we get to accept we get to open our eyes to we get to touch we get to bless right mm-hmm. and then there's where we're going and so I am hoping you would share with us, paint a picture. What, where is that we're going? What is that focusing in on that, like across the bridge? What does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it feel like? How do we know we're there? Um, what happens? What do we know? Ooh. You know, it's funny enough as I have been staring into the portal of all life, <laughs> the sacred mm. flower of life, um, I've been shown the new world. Actually, I've been getting visions and downloads um, through the portal. And what is so beautiful is that we are, we are ushering in a time where we are in full partnership. The, the, the divine masculine, the divine feminine is in full partnership in all ways and everything in between, we are in exchange, um, exchanges that have nothing to do with the current monetary system, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing. <laughs> in mm-hmm. fact, I literally kept seeing literally like, like we tour the Colosseum or whatever, the, the Roman Colosseum, like we're like, how did they do this back then? I could see tours of the Federal Reserve, like they did what? Like, what was the thing that they used to do? <laughs> you know, like, how, yes. like, didn't, like, quite, you know, like, that's how yes. they ran their societies. Um, right. right. Because we have evolved into a place where everyone gets to express themselves fully because they desire to, not because they need to earn a living at it or not because mm-hmm. they need to pay their bills. Mm-hmm. And, and that, you know, communities, uh, you know, we have, Shifted. It feels like the old world that does not serve the old world that is we're currently sort of in the place of um, still reckoning with. <laughs> that is yeah. just going to fade away. It's going to crumble like like just old, you know, like an old cement brick wall. As yeah. the new world is continuing to emerge from the, the 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 communities that are forming, the new technologies that are happening, the love and unity consciousness that is like just bubbling up and we're going to live in paradise we're literally going to have heaven on earth it's going to be as if we never left the garden of eden the garden of eden was all like we never actually did leave it but we thought we did and we went down a really (laughs) funky road (laughs) and and so it's like you know we're going to spit out the apple and we're going you know there's there's no more of that dualistic nature and Mm. it it's really heaven on earth i see that I really see that. And whether that's this lifetime or a few lifetimes or it's internally, we're, we're closer than we've ever been. Closer than we've ever been. <sighs> do it, do it. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Yes. Yes. I've been saying <laughs> this recently. I was, I'm, I'm on this road trip. I'm driving in California. I'm like, 
given in to these, like letting go of these shame stories, you know, I was just like, I want a convertible to drive up route one and spent, I mean, the amount of energy that I wasted on like not being allowed to rent this car, like woo, relief, <laughs> blessings on that source of waste. Uh, what a journey you know and then finally oh, yeah. I was like okay but like yes yeah, this is what we're doing you know so I'm like driving and it's gorgeous and I'm just weeping I'm just looking at the earth and just weeping just I mean, she's just so gorgeous she's just gorgeous like I'm I'm sitting with her now gorgeous just gorgeous and having this moment of just like yelling and just being like Yo, y'all coming with me? Like, are y'all going where I'm going? Because it's good. Like, it is real good. Yeah. Like, jump in with this ride, y'all. Like, you are welcome. Come with me. So I just, I'm like, I am in your car, baby. Like, I am going where you're going. That is. Yeah. We are. Let's do it. Let's go. I'm there. I am. I'm there. Yeah. Feel it. I feel it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Come on, yeah. come on, who coming with me? Come on. <laughs> exactly. We're all making the, making the leap. There's so much yes. new new infrastructure being created as we speak to replace yes. or or you know just be what's next. And uh, yes, it's really potent. It's really powerful, and it's happening. It's happening. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. it's, it's a fact. <laughs> right. It's, yeah, it's not it theory. It's it's fact. No. Yeah. 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 It's it's Present. really good. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Oh, yay. Yay. Thank you so much for joining us. I mm -hmm. am just, you know, it's love now. Now, it's, I mean, love, always love, and now a whole nother level of love. So thank you for being with us, Sierra. And um, oh, so honored. So glorious. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, my beloveds, I just wish you sweet breaths today as you breathe in this realm of possibility and reality like breathe in the reality of glorious pussies and the oracular wisdom that we carry each and every one of us as we rest in our wholeness i wish you deep peace as you rest rest in your wholeness and a deep courage and steadiness as you rise in your power and uh and rest in your power because there it's, it's there always there so be well lots of love thank you so much for listening thank you so much and thank you sam thank you sophia <laughs> remember everything that we talked about in today's episodes will be in the show notes so go there for links for more content that you're gonna love subscribe 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 to this podcast Share this episode with anybody you think you'll enjoy it and share the love with a rate or a review wherever you listen. And to find out about all the mad adventures I'm up to, check me out on Instagram at SophiaWiseOne uh, or come to my website, SophiaWiseOne.com. I am Sophia Wise One, daughter of the wind. I am calling you to rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up and take your place. Thank you, gorgeous. I am thrilled and grateful for your support listening to this podcast. I want to invite you to come check out the Patreon. If you think this podcast is the bee's knees and you're grateful that it exists, I want you to know I'm grateful that you exist. Come join the Patreon. I call it the temple. We are healing. We are musicking. We are podcasting. We are together. Come check it out. You can find it through Patreon. 
backslash Sophia Wise One or through my website, sophiawiseone.com. Y'all know you need to hear that though. You know. If you don't know, now you know. If you don't know. Okay. Y'all, I'm so excited about vagina talks right now. Don't pretend like you don't know this is the best podcast you've ever listened to. Don't pretend like you don't know. You know.